The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All Sports Talk is on News Radio WGNS. All Sports Talk is sponsored by Good Neighbor State Farm Agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Insel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, First Bank, Fat Willie Sports Bar on River Rock Boulevard in Murfreesboro, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, and the Blue Raider Insider Report is sponsored by Mike Tansel and My Team Insurance, Steve Rickard with RAI Advisors, and Rayburn Insurance in Smyrna. We put the all in all sports talk. From the preps to MTSU, we've got you covered. It's all sports talk on Rutherford County's Place to Talk. And a good afternoon to everyone. A beautiful day in Murfreesboro. An absolute gorgeous, wonderful day in Murfreesboro. Jeff Jordan is going to get his microphone together and he's going to agree with me, I'm sure, on that. It's pouring down rain in my house. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a beautiful day. You're right. It's going to be pretty all week. Walking out the door and feeling just a little wisp of fall in the air instead of having that heat smack you in the face is, is pretty pretty good stuff. I miss the 98. No, I don't. <laughs> well, there's a place you can get that done if you like. Yeah, that's that's you're, you're exactly right. Well, football uh, dominated over the weekend. Lots of news. The Titans win. The Raiders win. Balls lose. Uh, Vanderbilt loses. Colorado State, who comes in, played an epic game against Colorado. They, they come in here on Saturday. Uh, just your overall thoughts over the weekend. Then we'll get to high school for sure. Well, I, it's funny. I, maybe it's just me. Since I, obviously, I make a lot of mistakes. It just seems like to me that Vanderbilt loses a lot of games just like they lost this last one. Just, you know, just some little flukish thing that happens at the end of the game, and they get beat. All they had to do was make a short field goal, and they they would have given up the football, but they would have had a lead with, with about 40 seconds. And as it was, they missed the field goal, and the other team drove right down the field, of course, and scored. So, But anyway, uh, the, the important thing, well, there were a lot of important things. The, the UT loss really hurt. It, it did. No That's an Eastern Conference game. And now in order for UT to win the East, Florida should happen to win out. Florida's got to take a loss. And, and even if that happened, Florida would still have the tiebreaker if they won all the rest of the games, which could happen in the East. I well, don't you, know. You're leaving out Georgia. They both got to play Georgia. Oh, I agree. That, that is correct. But UT all but signed their own orange bowl ticket or something like that um and i have to say too that um i was i was disappointed kind of i guess to see how good colorado state is we're gonna have our hands full sure there's no doubt well we'll go back to week one they lose to washington state 50 to 22 right then they lose to colorado Jeff, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if, if the Colorado Avalanche is, is as real as people think it is. I, I really don't know. They've beaten Nebraska. They've beaten TCU their first game of the season. Of course, TCU of last year, uh, runner-up in the, in, the, in the playoffs. I don't think they're going to be anywhere close to that this year. So I'm not sure Colorado may be quite as good as the, the whole country's got a place to be. But, uh, yes, Colorado State had that game won. Absolutely had the game won and just had – Victory ripped right out of the throat. I did not watch the second half. It was just too late for me. Sure, I went to bed. Well, I saw the, I saw the highlights. I didn't yeah. see the I didn't see the second half myself live and in person. I watched the first half. Um, had some family over too, and they watched a little bit of it with me for the. Because it was getting late. You know, the game didn't start till eight or nine o'clock. Um, but I'll have to say this to Colorado. In Colorado State, I thought it was a. I had, I had a lot of people tell me since 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 that game. It's only been two days. What a great game it was! Blah blah blah. 
wonderful, you know, atmosphere, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I thought it was the two dirtiest football teams I've seen on the same field at the same time. They were fighting before the game even started. Yeah. And they were fighting at the end of the first quarter. Matter of fact, not even at the end. It was like seven minutes and they had a fight. But I don't think anybody got ejected until the overtime. Well, Dion uh, in Norval, the head coach at Colorado State, got into some war of words, so to speak, before the, the contest starts in a rivalry game. And, yeah, you're right. I mean, they, they, they had chips on each shoulder. I don't know where that played into it. Now, for middle, the fact that Colorado State lost that game the way they did, is that a plus? Will they come in more fired up because of the loss, or will they come in just a little bit down? Especially, you would think coming to Middle Tennessee, but Jeff, last year, Middle handled them in Fort Collins. I mean, it was 35-3 to two, three at one point in the football game. So, you know they've got that in their mind. And so, it's not like, oh, okay, we're going to Middle. We'll just take care of the business right there pretty easy. It, I'm, not, I'm, not sure, I'm not sure we know what kind of team Middle is. You know, they played two teams that – quote, out of their league, so to speak, all but beat Missouri. Played a team that they're better than, which is Murray. So I think this Colorado State game, Jeff, is the first one we've gone, we'll have where the field playing field is fairly equal. You, you have two teams that kind of same situation. Colorado State all, all but beat 19, number 19, Colorado. Middle Tennessee all but beats uh, number 15, excuse me, Missouri out of the SEC. So – and Missouri, I take that back. Missouri just beat Kansas State. That's where I was trying to get to. Beat Kansas State, which is the 15th ranked team in the country on Saturday. So Missouri is probably a little better than we thought they were, I think. Try to figure that out. Well, I was, uh, I, first of all, to answer your initial question there, I, I could be wrong, of course, but I think the fact that Colorado State lost and how they lost and who they lost to will will help us help middle when they come in here. I just feel like it's a plus. But I, I tell you what, I, I, I watched them and get close, and they looked to me like they were loaded with talent, Colorado State. I thought they had a lot of good people. Um, we'll find out Saturday. Well, as I say, I go back to I go back to week one. You know, if, if, that based of, if they had won week one against Washington State and did that with Colorado State, Colorado, I would, I would be more fearful. But Washington State's no great shakes at all, and they, they got handled there. So, hey, we'll settle it on the field Saturday night. What do you think about that? Well, I think that's, I think that's fine. And I have, to, I have to say, too, that um, and I'm not a, a, a Neon Sanders, Coach Sanders, or a, when he was a player, although he was fine, better than fine. He's a red and a brave. Yeah, both. he was both. and. Of course, a fine football player as well. He even played both at the same time for a little while. I'm, I'm not a fan of his at all, particularly. But he seems to have really up uh, changed the outlook of, of football in, in many cases. Um, and he does some, some stuff that I, you know, I just don't. The, the story of a team the major story of a team, any team, should not be the coach. Mm -hmm. It just should not be. And it is about him yeah. with Colorado. Now, I think I understand what he's trying to do. Uh, but he appears to walk around with a chip on his shoulder all the time. And I'm not sure that that's right. I noticed somebody said, somebody, somebody said something during the week Another coach or something about him wearing sunglasses? No, okay. Colorado State coach. Yes, that's that part of the banter. Okay, and um, in in Dion's um, favor, I don't know that he'd said a word all week. Maybe he had, but I don't know that he had. Well, when he heard that, of course, nothing will do but that he react to it. Sure. Okay, he reacts to it. But then, then what does he do? He wears sunglasses during the game. Yeah. First quarter. You know, I know he, I doubt if he could see across the field. <laughs> stupid. And he looked stupid. And he knew it, too, because he took the sunglasses off. So maybe he could see across the field. <laughs> but anyway, his players have bought into what he wants to do. 
They give it everything they've got. His son is a fine quarterback. He sure is. Uh, his line's a little small, but, you know, he, 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 he changed almost every player on the roster. Yeah. Uh, I think so, 86 new guys, is that, uh, someone said. that ever been done before with success? I don't think so. Well, you know, time will tell whether it's going to be successful long term. Uh, it, it's, it, there's no question he has he's done more for a program than any coach that I can remember in my memory as far as bringing excitement to a program that was uh, was dead in the water. I mean, Colorado was 1-11 last year. They hadn't big, been uh, particularly good in many years. All of a sudden, they're at a the point now that the tickets are good sold out uh, you had to pay scalp tickets to get into the football game uh, so three games in he's he's accomplished what the colorado's uh, hierarchy wanted him to do y- you got to wonder if if it can hold up over time but, uh, well he's got oregon this week at oregon and then usc i believe yeah comes comes into boulder so we shall see. Well, Colorado State and Middle Tennessee, your, your, your thoughts on that game. You know, Colorado State, yes, is, is better than I expected they were going to be. There's no question about that. Uh, but middle at home, and it looks like it's going to be nice weather. And, and Jeff, I, I do think one thing that will this will do, the Colorado State game will boost the attendance on Saturday night oh, yeah. game to a good degree. There's going to be more than a few that say, I want to go out and watch this team play middle. I, I would agree with that. I, I really would. There was a lot of talent there. And and they're interesting to watch, fun to watch, uh, and I've already I've already said that we're going to have all we can handle, and I think we will. But I also I'll just follow that up by saying this, which will just please somebody out there. But if the Colorado State team that I saw play on TV just three days ago, if that team comes in here and plays us, we're in trouble. Now we'll see if they do, and how much we can react to that. We'll find out about us, too. And I, and I agree with your thinking. Uh, I'm trying to take some comfort in the fact that Missouri is obviously better than we thought they were. Sure. You know, beating all but beating Missouri, and if it's a Missouri 111 team, then it's one thing. But for them to turn around and beat Kansas State on Saturday gives me some hope to say, well, you know what? We've done some pretty good things, too. So it'll be an interesting game to see for sure. I would agree. We got a caller on the line. No, no caller online. Let's go ahead and take a break. We've been, typically been a little late getting this done. Let's take a break. We'll come back and we'll talk a little high school football. If you want to get some barbecue, I'll tell you how to do it. Head for the Slick Pig and you're into it. Just walk through the door at 1920 East Main and your nose will send a message right to your brain. Say, mmm, smells good. And barbecue. Slick Pig. Got ribs and beans. Got spicy wings. Slick pig. A Murfreesboro tradition. 1920 East Main. McCabe Vision Center. I can see things that I couldn't see clearly before. I love it. Dr. Craig McCabe, the eye doctor you hear on the radio. And we should tell people that you opted to get the full range vision lenses so that you could have vision near, far, and in between without glasses. Tell us how your vision is now that you've had the cataract surgery. (laughs) I mean, I was so happy I actually had tears. McCabe Vision Center. Every team knows which play can be a winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Womack, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raiders sports. On 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown! Middle Tennessee. Play up, bench, cold. Middle Tennessee football, basketball, and baseball. Yeah, we got them. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raider Athletics. I'm Chip Walters. Hear the games here on News Radio WGNS. Middle Tennessee win. Raiders win the championship. Your source for the big blue in the borough. News Radio WGNS. Hello friends, Lenny Farmer with Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home. More than I can count, we have taken care of families who were totally caught off guard with the passing of a loved one. 
There are so many details to tie up, it really can be overwhelming. Again, more than I can count are the comments from families who have pre-planned and pre-funded their or their loved one's funeral saying, it would have been a financial hardship had we not. Let me help you pre-plan. Call me at 615-893-2422. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. We are back. Tim Tackett, Jeff Jordan with you. Jeff brought to you by Fans Heating and Air and Lee Colvin Financial Services with Edward Jones. High school football, Jeff. We've got uh, a little bit of ha- better handle on what's going on, I would guess, uh, halfway through the regular season. Uh, first game of district play for a lot of teams this past weekend. So, go through the scores and we'll just t- take them as, as they come. Well, okay. Uh, Oakland 42, Blackman 7. I was really surprised at the margin. Uh, but not surprised that Oakland won. Uh, Eagleville um, put it on Huntland pretty good, 35 yeah. nothing, And uh, I'm sure that bothered the people at Eagleville really, really. I'm sure that really bothered them. Um, Smyrna did it again. They beat Laverne again. I'm sure. 16 nothing this time. I felt like Smyrna would probably win, but I thought Laverne had a pretty good chance. <coughs> PCA in overtime. Beat Grundy County twenty to fourteen. Didn't see that coming. Second win for Coach Ferg. Um, Stewart Creek, guys. yeah, Stewart Creek beat Cane Ridge twenty eight thirteen. Riverdale rolled over Rockvale forty one six. I'm surprised at the margin there too. Uh, Hendersonville beat Siegel twenty eight twenty one, and Middle Tennessee Christian School beat Webb fifty six to six. And the Cougars are the only unbeaten team in Rutherford County left. Before the season started, uh, <coughs> Siegel getting beat by Hendersonville by two points, you would have thought that's a moral victory. After Siegel starts 4-0, and I'm sure they're very highly disappointed and, and, and should be, but uh, the Stars are 4-1 and are going to be a factor in the region race. Uh, Riverdale over Rockville, that score staggers me. That uh, That's far bigger margin. I don't, I don't know if Rockville's not as good as we thought. It's a bad night. Riverdale's a lot better than we thought. We'll see. Riverdale's pretty good. I've seen Rockville play. They're pretty good. Um, a little smallish, that's true, but they're also very quick. And I was surprised at the margin as well. And um, I'm really glad for Coach Ferguson at, at PCA. And, and, in fact, he's picked up a couple of wins because I would have to say that most people would probably say, well, they – They'll be lucky if they even end a game, you know. And uh, evidently, he he's doing a really, really fine job there, but that doesn't really surprise me particularly. You want the records of our team so far? Might as well. Um, first, the first thing I'll give you will be the region record, which so far is pretty uh, – we've only played one game. Um, Seagulls 1-0. And they're four and one overall in the region. Oakland's one and zero, and they're four and one overall. Riverdale's one and zero, and they're three and two overall. Rockville zero and one, two and three overall. Blackman zero and one, one and three overall. Uh, in the other region, Stewart's Creek one and zero, four and one. Laverne zero and one, one and four. Smyrna one and zero, one and four. Eagleville one and two, three and two overall. Christian School one and zero, and Five and zero in in overall and PCA. Uh, I, I don't believe they have played a region game, and I may be wrong about that. If I am, I apologize. Uh, but they're two and three overall, so that's the records to this point. And from now on, uh, just about every weekend, there'll be a bunch of district region games, and we'll find out a whole bunch. Another score that you would not expected before the season started is for. Stewart's Creek to knock Cane Ridge out of the park. Cane Ridge, I don't think, has won a game this year. As good as they've been for years and years and years, they they apparently graduated the whole school I, I, because I uh, didn't see that coming at all. Stewart's Creek's going to win that region, in my opinion. I think they have an excellent chance of doing that, yes. Uh, and I, I think they are uh, um, perhaps, perhaps this is 
fair. I hope it's fair. I think they've been kind of a a, a secret. You know, that you don't yeah. really realize how good they are uh, in any particular given year. And uh, the American way, of course, as you and I have discussed before, is to concentrate on winners. Winners. People that go 6-0 and and 8-0 and and all that kind of stuff. There's some mighty good football teams that will lose a game or two during the year. Mm-hmm. And uh, Stewart Creek's one of those. And I, I think they've... I think they're headed for good things. Smyrna, even though they're one and four, Jeff, I think they they're going to get into playoffs as well. Uh, that 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 region is just not very strong. This no, year. It, it's not it's not very strong. And I, if Smyrna can just continue to work, and I know Coach Williams, and so do you. If they don't work hard, they won't be on the field anyway. So, it, I would suggest to you that the Smyrna players know that, and they're going to work. Uh, and, I, and I think the playoffs is a distinct possibility. Walk down the uh, schedule for this week, and then we'll take a break. Schedule. Uh, Seagulls at Blackman. That that game's going to decide a lot of things, don't you th- imagine? I believe. That will settle that'll settle something for somebody. Yep, probably so. Uh, Eagleville at Wayne County. Uh, Cane Ridge at Laverne. Friendship and Middle Tennessee Christian School. That game will could very likely decide the the region championship. Uh, Oakland's at Rockvale. I believe that's going to be on WGNS. PCA is at King's Academy. Uh, that Riverdale will play uh, the Red Raiders of Coffee County. Um, and uh, I would suggest to you that Coffee County will be very sorry that they scheduled that game, but they can't help it. It's in the region. <laughs> Antioch at Stewart's Creek. And Smyrna is at McGavock. That's the schedule for, and I think everything is this Friday night. And I say that because next week is there's some different stuff going on. Well, you got uh, Thursday night games that have to be played every week, and it's unusual, Jeff. As many schools we have in, in our system, in our, our listening area, I should say, that we don't have one playing on Thursday night. Mm. So uh, yes, I think they're all on Friday night. Of course, Middle Tennessee takes on Colorado State Saturday night, six o'clock at Floyd Stadium. Uh, Chip Walter is going to preview preview that game, I'm sure. And at 6 o'clock, you can listen to Rick Stockstill live, and he'll preview it, sure enough, right here on WGNS. Or you could call my great-grandson, Skyler. Oh, Skyler, got, he got the report. Skyler was there Saturday night, and he will be – I don't know if he's going this week or not, but he'll certainly suggest that he be there. Uh, repeatedly, he'll suggest that <laughs> during the week. Uh, but, yes, he'll have a report. Oh, good. All right, let's take that break. When severe weather strikes, we break in. Tornado warning for central Rutherford County. Our own meteorologist giving you a complete Rutherford County forecast. So you should be in shelter already. In there is no safer place in the storm. News Radio WGNS. Good afternoon. Still quite a bit of traffic volume making its way south of town down into Brentwood, Franklin on 65 southbound. It's moving down through there until you get around 840 in Spring Hill where it starts to get really heavy. A little bit of radar spotted in Dixon County this afternoon, 940 out there around 840. Bring the entire family to enjoy Smoky Mountain Fall Festival at Over Gatlinburg coming up September 29th through October 29th. For more information, just log on to obergatlinburg.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Premier Six Theater on Broad in Jackson Heights. Let's all go to the movies. Let's Check out what's showing at MurfreesboroMovies.com. Popcorn popped fresh daily. Premier Six on Broad in Jackson Heights. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. Your home, your auto, together, they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your home and auto. Parks Auction. We handle everything. The auction is a means of drawing people together for a quick, easy sale. I've always been a big fan of auctions. You know, you get instant sale, no contingencies and everything. I've known the guys over there my entire life. Visit our website at parksauction.com. To learn more, call Parks Auction at 896-4600. Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters 
of local high school and MTSU sports. Next on WGNS and all sports talk, it's the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters of Exit Realty Bob Lamb and Associates, brought to you by Rayburn Insurance, RAI Advisors, and My Team Insurance. The report coming up after this. When Rutherford Countyans think of insurance professionals, they think Rayburn Insurance Agency at 200 South Lowry in Smyrna, meeting the needs of thousands of customers since 1973. You can trust Rayburn Insurance with all your needs, a place where customer service really matters. It's personal with Rayburn Insurance, as fans of local sports, as friends, and as insurance professionals. Check them out at Rayburn.net or call 615-459-4145. Rayburn Insurance, for business, auto, home, and life insurance. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Well, good afternoon, everybody, and let's start things off with Blue Raider football. Middle Tennessee controlled the game from the first drive at Johnny Red Floyd Stadium on Saturday night, easing past Murray State 35-14 on an overcast and at times rainy Saturday night. The Blue Raiders started the game fast as Nick Battiato put together a methodical, explosive 75-yard drive in just seven plays to start the game for MTSU, capping it off with a 14-yard touchdown pass to Flip Cradle on the check down against Murray State's Blitz for the game's first points. Ja'Kale Middlebrook had two touchdowns in the ball game, and the Blue Raiders uh, picked up three turnovers along the way on defense. So it was a, a, a big night. The only downside, the Blue Raiders had 12 penalties uh, on the night that they will definitely have to cl- uh, clean up as they welcome Colorado State into town for homecoming this Saturday at 6 o'clock. If you uh, got home from the Blue Raider game and checked out Colorado, Colorado State, you can see that the Rams are a much improved football team over a year ago where middle was a winner out in Fort Collins. So we'll be talking about that a whole lot more tonight on Rick Stockstill Live as well as throughout the week during this time period. Speaking of Blue Raider football, junior Sam Brumfield was named Conference USA Defensive Player of the Week on Monday after helping the Blue Raiders to the win over Murray State. Brumfield from Pearl, Mississippi, registered a career-high 13 tackles, 10 solos to lead the Blue Raider defense. Brumfield also added one-and-a-half tackles for loss, a sack, a forced fumble, and for the second straight game. The linebacker ranked second nationally in forced fumbles while also entering the Colorado State game as the team's leading tackler. Overall, this was the eighth Conference Player of the Week winner under head coach Rick Stockstill with 39, or the 88th Conference Player of the Week winner under head coach Rick Stockstill, 39 coming in Conference USA, 49 from the Sun Belt, a total of 27 have been on offense, 38 on defense, and 23 on special teams. Elsewhere around Conference USA, Liberty beat Buffalo 55-27. FIU goes on the road to win at UConn 24-17. Ohio State slapped around Western Kentucky 63-10. North Texas uh, nipped Louisiana Tech. 40-37. New Mexico State beat their in-state rival, New Mexico, 27-17. And UTEP took it on the chin at Arizona by a score of 31-10. Women's soccer, Middle Tennessee overcame a two-goal deficit in the final 20 minutes on Sunday night at Tennessee Tech to secure a 2-2 draw in the final minutes. In the 73rd minute, Sadie Sturbins finished a a ball on a corner kick with a goal on volley to get the Blue Raiders on the board. It was Middles. It was the first Blue Raider goal for the freshman from Clarendon Hills, Illinois, and still trailing with four minutes to play. Eleanor Guff fired a hard shot past the Tech goalkeeper to tie the game at two. Men's tennis wrapped up play at the Topsail Battle at the Beach in Miramar Beach, Florida on Sunday. In the doubles, the Blue Raiders faced Tulane, splitting two matches. And to cap off the tournament, Middle Tennessee took on Florida State in singles. And all the results can be found on GoBlueRaiders.com. 
Sports.com. And in volleyball, George Mason announced that redshirt senior Kayla Henry, Henley rather, was tabbed MVP of the Patriot invite. Senior Taylor Isert and redshirt senior Deja Smith earned all tournament honors. More on that on GoBlueRaiders.com as well. Be part of the live audience tonight. It's homecoming week. Be with us at the Boulevard Bar and Grill right across from the MTSU campus on the air here on WGNS at 6 o'clock tonight. Are you paying hundreds of dollars too much for your home and auto insurance? Let the team at My Team Insurance help. A true independent insurance agency that represents you in protecting your home, your cars, your business, your life, and your health. Call My Team Insurance today, 895-4201. That's 895-4201. Proud to be sponsoring the Blue Raiders and proud to say, let's go blue. Whether you need general vehicle upkeep and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul, Hall's Auto Care is here for you. We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014. You'll get excellent service and trustworthy advice with Hall's Auto Care. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. We're ready to help get you safely on the road. Hall's Auto Care, 907 Ridgely Road, just off Broad Street behind Chili's. Online at hallsautocare.net. Hall's Auto Care. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Jeff Jordan with me today, brought to you by Fans Heating and Air and Lee Common Financial Services with Edward Jones. We've talked a little bit of high school football, a little middle, middle Tennessee football. Uh, briefly, uh, off air, we were talking about. Upcoming, upcoming opponent. I've said many times on this station, the first four games are the warm-up for the game that matters to me the most, and that's Western Kentucky, which will be a week from Thursday night. Uh, I'm not at all surprised. I thought we could be two and one, but I'm not surprised that we're one and two. I expect to be two and two before the season started, and Colorado's going to be tough, but I do think Middle's going to win the football game, and, uh, but that's not a sure thing for sure. But five days later, they go to Bowling Green to play Western, who got clobbered by Ohio State. So, is look, looking at that game, Jeff, it's very hard to say how good Western Kentucky is as well. So, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but uh, it, it's all lying itself out there that, uh, that that's the game in my mind that, that, that will key the season whether Middle Tennessee can be highly successful or not. Well, it's certainly going to count in the region, which Colorado State would not. Sure, and uh, so obviously that makes the difference. Also, I'm I'm kind of um, uh, a little bit encouraged, and you've mentioned it a couple of times uh, on the Missouri game, um, a game in which we uh, really narrowly lost. And I, I'm sorry we didn't do it, but we had a chance to win that ball game, a good chance, uh, better than fifty fifty chance. Yeah, and it just didn't happen for us for whatever reason. Uh, and if if we had won that. We, we might be having a different kind of conversation today. But at any rate, that one doesn't count in the, in the region conference either. So that's when this week. And, and then and let it carry us into a Western game. Titans win yesterday. They're 1-1. One one. Jeff, it just amazes me how one or two points can change the attitude of fans altogether. Last week they got beat, lost by one point. They, they, they won't win a game. They, they fire the coach, get rid of the quarterback. This this week they went in overtime, which means they could have lost by another point or two, and you'd heard the same thing over. But the fact that they won means all's, all's well. Tannehill played great, by the way. He was I think, 20 for 24, I think. Yeah. Which was a far cry. And yet, I think the bad news, if you're a Titans fan, look at that. They, Tannehill played that well, and we just barely won. We won in overtime. So... Uh, Anyway, they're one and one. Uh, good win over San Diego. It's a it's a game that uh, I felt like that they absolutely just desperately needed to win. Oh, they did. Yes. Uh, if for no other reason than just to shut people up and be more supportive rather than negative about them, although there's plenty of reasons to be negative, and the, really the the negative part is is it's out today. It was out on talk radio today and other places. And uh, Tannehill is just 
just doesn't get any respect at all much. And he was 20 or 24 for 200 and something yards and played a very efficient game. Um, no turnovers. That's, that's No, that's, not a one. That's big. Um, and the, the quarterback that was uh, for the Chargers, um, Herbert, had 100 more yards than Tannehill did and uh, uh, played if he's flashy. He's got a great arm. He, he does a lot of things really, really well. But he lost the game. Yeah. I just think we might ought to think about that for a minute. Well, it's a very early season. Jeff, the Titans will play most every game just like the last two have been, right down to the last minute, you know, tight. And the fact that they've got a kicker that's six of six of the field goal range this year has got to give them some, some hope because that's been a real problem for the last two or three years. I was, I was really glad to see Hopkins play a solid game yesterday and also make well, the, I don't know how many yards he had. He had a lot of catches, I know that. But he had one big one with, with just a little time left. Got us a first down, and we really needed that bad. And he was, he had a maybe a little uh, uh, hamstring problem or something during the week. And we did it without Fulton and without Hooker, two defensive backs mm-hmm. that are supposed to be stars. And Fulton can't stay on the field. Uh, I have no idea who they, who took those guys' place. I really don't know. And we lost a, a, a lineman who was sick. Something's wrong with him, the guy we drafted. Uh, and he was a starter in the offensive line. Yeah. So, gosh, if you can win with three starters out, uh, all of them pretty solid players, I think that says good things about you. Well, of course, the one thing we don't know, because we had looked at it, how many Chargers starters were out. You don't know, but that's that's such a key in in any league. Middle, uh, according to uh, the report, after the game, Stock said it, and then I saw read in the news that Middle had seven starters that did not play this past Saturday night. And I asked my son on the way home that do we think that maybe some of those kids could have played, but because they were playing Murray State, we're just going to just see if we can't slide by this one without that and let's give these guys that, that extra little bit of help to get healed up for the rest of the season. You think that's I think that's, I think that's true in a lot of cases, I, I think that's true in a lot of sports. I mean, I think the coach will say, well, you know, uh, maybe we just won't they're here and they can play and we'll dress them, but we're not going to play them unless we absolutely have to. Maybe there's some of that. I, I, I don't know. I don't have any idea. Well, the, uh, I know Frank Pizant, uh the Starting tailback did not play. Uh, Cradle did a great job. Uh, he had the, the one really nice run for 79 yards. That dude's fast, by the way. He got on that corner and he took off and, and outran two defensive backs. So he got some nice play there. Uh, I thought the one thing that Middle did did not do that surprised me some. They didn't throw the ball down the field much at all. No, they didn't. Uh, short passes. All short passes. Very very few times did they try to stretch the defense. Uh, I think the rain had something to do with that game plan, don't you? I, I suppose so, yes. I, I guess. I, uh, I, I was pleased with our game plan. I, I thought we had it fairly well under control most of the game. Didn't you? Oh, yeah. And I think, well, you're up 21-0. That's a good, good yeah. place to start from. We looked we look good. Had a nice crowd. Um, need, needed a win. I thought we were prepared to, to do all those good things, and I think we did them. Uh, we'll see if we're going to be able to repeat that again uh, this coming weekend. is always a challenge, isn't it? Always a challenge. Uh, a lot of games across the college football scene this weekend were very surprising. When you look up and see Georgia down 14-3 to at the half, I think of the score. Uh, hard to believe. Of course, we discussed Florida and Tennessee 26-7 to at the half. That one was hard to believe. And Alabama was – Tied at the half? 3-3. Three, three. I was going to say, at South Florida. A uh, lot of eyebrows going up, Jeff. I, I thought that 
in the Alabama game, of course, I don't even remember the score, but they came back and, well, they didn't bury them. But they seven, did. 17 to. That's right, 17 3. I think that's right. I believe, I believe that's right. Um, but I, I, I watched the first half, I, I did not watch the second half. Um, but they, I, I thought, well, I, I thought Alabama just looked slow and methodical to me. And the, and the, here we are, and you have to, I mean, you can't criticize Nick Saban. Well, you and I can, I guess. We, we can say whatever <laughs> we want to say. Nothing's going to happen. But if you're going into the third week of your, of your season, you already have a loss, and you're not sure who your quarterback is. Now, that – that really doesn't sound too good. There's an old saying, Jeff. You've heard this before, I'm sure. If you got two quarterbacks, you got no quarterback. Uh, yeah, I've heard that. In too. this case, if you got three quarterbacks, you got no quarterback. You know, uh, so I my guess is my understanding is he's going to go back to Milrow, the original starter. I think so. And either this week or the following week, Jeff, he's going to have to pick a horse and ride that horse all the way through. And and and, and he knows this. Nick Saban knows more football than you and I could forget so uh, he's eventually going to pick a horse and he's going to ride it and see what happens and and you, you'd think he's going to just have to challenge his offensive line and his running back and say we're going to have to get a lot a lot of things done and defensively we're going to have to be great well and, and we you and i talked about it during the break the the, the next game up doesn't mean a thing it's Ole miss <laughs> <laughs> i mean if there's ever any any feelings there i would imagine that they'll be pretty obvious nick won't show them though he won't he won't he doesn't say much like that. Georgia vulnerable a little bit too. <coughs> Jeff, SEC, Georgia and Alabama aren't scaring people anymore. LSU got beat pretty early on. Uh, Tennessee, Florida, South Carolina, Missouri, Texas A&M, Kentucky, all kind of in the same position. Uh, we could do something great. We could lose just something. There's going to be a lot of tight ball games because I don't I don't think there's a great 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 team amongst them and, and there's a lot of ordinarity yeah I, I agree with that I, I don't, well it should be <laughs> um I, I think I think I was had a conversation with uh, a friend of mine before the season started and he he asked me who I think would be in the in the uh in the championship game in the SEC and I said I think I know exactly who it'll be I said it'll be LSU and Georgia and so what happens? LSU gets beat the first game. Now, true to Florida State, who's a fine team. Yes. But also, they have a little ordinary thing about them too. You know, they're not a great team. They're just a good team. And we got a lot of good teams. So it's it's going to be any given Saturday. It appears that way, Jeff. Let's go ahead and take our last break. We'll come back and uh, talk a little Major League Baseball and wrap things up on All Sports Talk. Hey, if you're looking to wind down after a hard day's work or enjoy a night out with your friends, let me suggest Fat Willie Sports Bar and Grill located on River Rock Boulevard. Fat Willie's features nine regulation pool tables, steel tip darts, and bus time trivia and poker. The beer prices are excellent and they have a huge selection as well as five craft beers on tap daily. Fat Willie's also has your favorite bar foods. Live trivia is held every Tuesday night and pool tournaments are held throughout the week. So if you're looking for a cozy and affordable sports bar with all the amenities, be sure to check out Fat Willie's on River Rock Boulevard next to the Animal Center. If you're not waking up to the Wake Up Crew, here's what you've been missing. News, traffic, weather, and fun. <laughs> Don't miss the Wake Up Crew with John, Brian, and Dalton. News, traffic, weather, and fun? Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. Hi, this is Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. You might know me as the voice of the Blue Raiders, but I want to be your trusted advisor in real estate. Whether you're buying or selling, it's time to choose Chip. Do you have a growing family and need to upsize? Are you an empty nester now and need to downsize? Are you thinking of selling your current home but just worried you can't find something else? Well, it's time to choose Chip. I'm looking to be your trusted advisor in real estate. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates. 
Good afternoon. Still quite a bit of traffic by making its way south of town down in the Brentwood Franklin on 65 southbound. It's moving now through there until you get around 840 in Spring Hill where it starts to get really heavy. Limited radar spotted in Dixon County this afternoon, 940 out there around 840. Bring the entire family to enjoy Smoky Mountain Fall Festival at Ober Gatlinburg coming up September 29th through October 29th. For more information, just log on to obergatlinburg.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We do it your way at Pizza Pizza. Join the team at Murfreesboro's favorite pizza restaurant. Sir Pizza is now hiring at all three locations. Come by and be part of the team at Sir Pizza. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Final portion of All Sports Talk is always brought to you by First Bank. Banks across the state of Tennessee and a couple in Georgia, Alabama, Kentucky. Uh, over 80 branches across the Mid-South. Great service and uh, good friends at, at First Bank. Appreciate their sponsorship. Jeff is staring at something. You want to tell me what you're staring at, son? I, I'm looking at the baseball teams. Okay. Talk to me. Well, first of all. Mm-hmm. Miami is a vacation destination, don't you think? Yeah, I guess so. Wouldn't be for me, but yes. I, I think the Braves pitching staff took that to heart. They, they went on vacation this weekend. Must they have gone, gave, I think, 36 runs in three games to, to Miami. Uh, on deep sea fishing while they were there. Uh, I mean, that, that's hard to believe. I mean, my Marlins sweep the Braves. It doesn't matter to the Braves, frankly. They're, they're, they're safely into the number one spot in the, in the playoffs. But uh, – my gosh, what happened? I, I, it looked like to me that uh, the Marlins were just doing with the bats whatever they wanted to do. Yeah. Uh, what, they get 16 runs yesterday? 16, 16 to 2 yesterday. Good. Crazy. I think it was 16 to nothing at one time. or Maybe I'm wrong about that, but it was, it was a lot. Anyway, um, I, I, I can't. I can't explain that. I, I do know this, though. You, I've watched a lot of these teams fairly closely, as have you. And I, I see a lot of teams up, up and down both, both leagues that are really pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, Baltimore is serious yes. baseball. Yes. Uh, I, uh, Tampa I think, Bay is very good. Do what? Tampa Bay is oh, very good. Oh, yes. It, no question about it. And, and, the, and it, here we have a year that the – the Mets and the Yankees and the Red Sox are out of it, long out of it. I mean, how often does that happen? Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, uh, and the Giants, uh, i tell you who scares me to death. We won't have to play them. Uh, uh, if we do, it'll be much, much later. But Seattle scares me to death. I think they're really good. Um, but anyway, C- Cubs are coming in when, l- later this week. Next weekend, I guess. The Cubs are going to the Braves, I guess, next weekend. And uh, the Cubs are good. I mean, it's, we just got a lot of good teams. Uh, I, I've promised to say something about the playoffs today and uh, who looks like they're going to make it in at some point. And uh, in the American League in the east is Baltimore and Tampa Bay. In uh, the, the central of Minnesota and Cleveland. And in the West, Houston, Texas, and Seattle are all battling out. And that's not to say that somebody could could go on a losing streak and and a, a, a fourth-place, third-place, or fourth-place team could sneak in. And that may well happen in the National League. In the East, Atlanta, they're 96-53. and 53, uh, And the, the Phillies are second, a distant second. But the Phillies are a fine baseball team. And they play tonight, by the way. Uh, and I, I'm not sh- I'm not sure uh, we have we have Rick Stocks alone tonight. Is that is that our plan? And no, yes, maybe. Don't know yet. Uh, but the Braves will be on. I would assume Atlanta versus the Phillies. Anyway, uh, Central Division Milwaukee is likely a winner, but Cubs and Reds and Diamondbacks and somebody else you said were Marlins. Marlins hanging in there. Uh, Two or three games out of the wild card spot. In the West, the Dodgers, of course, are dominant. They're 91 and 57, and Arizona is is, is second. So there you go. The uh, playoff situation for folks that may not know 
in each league, you got three divisions. So all three division champions go into the playoffs, no matter what their record is. They go in, and then the next three best records of the of the other fifteen teams go in. And so that's what we're talking about the wild card spot. Phillies are safely in. So Phillies are going to get one of the wild card spots to be sure. And then the the next two are between the Cubs, the Marlins, the Reds, and the Diamondbacks. And all those teams are within one game of each other. Right. So the next 11 games be interesting. I, you know, the idea of wild card once upon a time, I didn't care for much. But you know what, Jeff? It keeps people like me very interested in it now because if without that, the Reds would be out of it altogether and, and there's nothing to look at the scores about, really. But And we've had a, a situation since we've been in this wild card thing now for some years, although we have a more this year than ever before. But the, the wild card has, on occasion, won the whole thing. Oh, sure, sure. So th- that's enough to give you hope. Just get in. Get in, for sure. Does it bother you at all that the Braves are – Hit a little bit of lull right now because yes. you know you you really no matter what your record is you want to be playing your best baseball come playoff time and that's hard to do Jeff with the lead they've got it's really hard to keep that peak in place but they got to go to the maybe play a few more players more than they thought they might to get them ready because you you want to come in with a winning attitude without take all your doubts out and I don't think the Braves had any doubts to speak of but. It's a little startling to see what took place this weekend. Well, I, I, and I agree with that. It was the Marlins were, well, certainly approaching dominant in, in this three-game series, which essentially didn't mean all that much to the Braves. It yes, did to correct. the Marlins. Um, and I did notice that you always like me to talk about Acuna, who's absolutely <laughs> uh, drives me crazy, but he is a tremendous baseball player. Uh, but – I, I don't think you've seen this before. He gets he gets hurt. I don't know if you saw it or not. He gets hurt running to first base, okay? And he's the third out. And when I when he he just doesn't get hurt. He doesn't play that game. He he makes it obvious to everybody that he's you know in bad shape. You're writhing in pain. Yeah. He he gets to first base. He's out of course by thirty feet. And he goes to the um, dugout. Well, we go to commercial. We come back. <coughs> He's standing in the right field. All the way out there now. He, he was fine, I guess. He gets out there, and here come the trainers, <laughs> both trainers. And, and, they, and they talk, and they talk, and they talk, and the umpires are patient. And then here comes the manager. The manager of the Braves goes out to right field. Can you see Billy Martin going out to check on Reggie Jackson? I mean, come Casey's on. Casey's angle. He pulled a muscle something. And um, though he took him out, and uh, he didn't play the next day. And, and I don't know if he played yesterday or not. But the manager wanted to keep him off that turf. They don't like that turf. So he'll have, he won't have a day off today, though, because they play. Two, two <coughs> weeks left in the regular season in uh, – We'll see how all this how it goes. Uh, but uh, some, some good battles going on, Jeff. I think that wraps it up. Uh, Rick Stocks Live is up next. And then, of course, high school f- football Friday night and, and college football Saturday with Middle Tennessee. And it's really the, maybe the most exciting time of the year for the next month. See you at Ford Stadium. Have a good day. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm Agents Andy Warmick, Bud Morris, and Deb Insel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, First Bank, Mike Tansel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, Steve Record with RAI Advisors, Fat Willie Sports Bar, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, and Reburn Insurance in Smyrna.